0: our listeners if you're hearing this we're still figuring this out it's sort of trial and error but we're now an anchor podcast we're on anchor Anchor is a new kind of innovative way of doing podcasts and you can do mobile recordings and do easy emergency podcasts like this one right now so we're still figuring it out but anyway pete first of all welcome to anchor hey second thanks let's do this let's do this emergency pod let's talk about uh uh, the NCAA, and this report that came out in Yahoo yesterday. What do you
1: think of this? My goodness, this this is a mess, bud. Um, I, I got to be honest, though, it's not as bad as I think we were led to believe probably about a week, two weeks ago when Yahoo first started kind of floating. This idea was coming out. Yeah. Almost 25 programs, just kind of like we expected. A lot of the blue bloods taking a lot of heat looks like. Uh, Kentucky has a couple. Duke has two players. Even some smaller programs like South Carolina. But and Xavier, yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, yeah, it looks like if you are a top sixteen team, they were looking at anyone who could possibly involved. What I think is even more interesting. Did you see this news came out about ten o'clock East Coast time last night on uh, Arizona's coach Sean Miller? I sure did. Yeah, and th- that that
0: one seems to me the most egregious because so the agreed the, the FBI. Um, the, the, the details of this investigation have been coming out, and there are a bunch of teams identified, like you said, a bunch of the Blue Buds. So I'm looking at uh, an ESPN article that sort of summarizes this. It's called uh, Everything You Need to Know About the College Basketball Scandal. I definitely recommend this to our listeners because it's a good overview. Uh, potential impermissible benefits and preferential treatment for players and families from Alabama, Duke, Kentucky, LSU, Maryland, Michigan State, North Carolina State, North Carolina, Seton Hall, Texas, USC, Washington. But when you look at the the details, they're bad, they're illegal. Uh, we're looking at, you know, thousands of dollars being paid out to players. But the, the biggest of them all is this detail that's come out about Sean Miller and he's talking about actually uh, paying DeAndre Ayton, uh, the Wildcat, a uh, hundred thousand dollars, and the hundred thousand dollar payment would be to make sure that he joined the Wildcats. So this is him talking with uh, sports agent Christian Dawkins, who's been wrapped up in the center of this and his uh, his agency. So yeah, I mean, th- this is uh, this is a big big deal.
1: So we're at, at this point, Bud. We're we're. Two weeks from the the tournament starting, three weeks from uh, really starting to get into the heart of March Madness. Are we going to see anything, do you think, in the next couple weeks from the NCAA? Are they going to take action, or is this one that's going to be a slow burn that's going to take three or four years? Yeah,
0: I think what we'll see is a slow burn. I think the the details are just coming out, and the NCAA will, I think, for the sake of their brand and their reputation and not wanting to upset the apple cart too much, I think that they'll take a – a uh, more uh, judicial approach they'll wait for this to sift through the justice system and then they'll launch their own probe and eventually i think we'll see these these teams that had titles in the era that is implicated, errors that are implicated here i think we'll see those titles vacated and wins vacated things like that so i think this will have really far reaching consequences eventually but i don't think we're going to see an impact on the march madness uh, season i do think that this will sort of hang over the whole tournament uh, like a big paul you know impending doom for some of these blue bloods yeah and it'll, it'll definitely raise questions about the credibility of these wins but uh, i don't think that we'll see see any teams eliminated from the tournament you know by the ncaa as sanctions yet i think i think that could okay. definitely come but next year what do you think
1: uh i'm thinking the same thing but i have to be honest the fact that uh the NCAA uh, and the, the lawyers in federal court upheld uh, that Louisville had to vacate their 2013 win was an interesting turn of events yeah. this week. I actually didn't think that that was going to uphold in court. Uh, if, if you're a compliance officer or you are uh, one of these programs who's indicted, not indicted, sorry, that's a bad word to use right now. But one of these uh, teams who are implicated. You're going to have to play guys here in the month of March and the month of April. Knowing that you can potentially vacate these wins later on, I don't think they're going to pull anyone off a team or sit them on the bench or whatever for for these games, but there's, just like you were saying, there's going to be a palpable fear with a lot of these uh, tried and true programs, we thought. Uh, as they're going through March and, and kind of this ex- exactly a sense of impending doom. I, I don't think it's going to affect the tournament this year, but I think it's going to really kind of take away from some of the magic of of March Madness. And that that one shining moment is not going to be as much of a celebration as it's going to be talking about Sean Miller and his $100,000 conversations and uh, kind of what, what the state of the sport is. I I think it's just casting a bad pall on uh, NCAA athletics overall right now. I, I think this looks worse on the NCAA, honestly, than it does any other team. I think if they gotten one or two teams, we could do what we always do and villainize Coach Cal and Coach K and all these guys, but it, it's so far widespread. Maybe this will start galvanizing the discussion again about paying players, whether that's right or wrong another time for uh, an emergency pod or for a longer podcast instead of an emergency pod. But this this is going to be an interesting kind of redirect as we continue to talk about paying players across all sports and what we can do to try to make this a little more fair going forward.
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I think this also has implications on the one and done conversation as well, which uh, Adam Silver has already, the NBA commissioner has already talked about this year, potential changes to that. But yeah, I mean, the, some of the names that are wrapped up in this, there are, there are current current uh, star players on teams uh Alabama's Colin Sexton, Duke's Wendell Carter, Michigan State's Miles Bridges, that's a really big one. Some of these yeah. Players, also uh current NBA players, um Kyle Kuzma, the the Los Angeles Lakers uh star, uh first round pick and uh, Markel Fultz, who's not a star maybe never will be given the the disappearance of his uh, shot but uh still the top pick here. I mean um, the, this raises serious questions about about NCAA, the NCAA to NBA pipeline, um, and like you said, questions about uh, paying players. And and this I think will this almost guarantees that that discussion will be reopened in a big way. And and honestly, I think it needs to be. I mean, um, the people who who broke the law here obviously should be prosecuted the folks extent of the law. But in many of these cases, uh, you know, Josh Jackson, for example, freshman in Kansas last year. Uh, his mother received the payment of $2,700. <coughs> Markel Fultz uh, was b- reportedly given $10,000. Kyle Kuzma, same thing. Like, the, these players aren't getting rich on this money. Um, they're really probably, you know, buying meals on this money or, or giving money back to parents who, who need money. So um, I, think, I think there is a discussion that needs to happen about how the NCAA can help players who are in financial need. Um, and, and if this is a catalyst for that conversation, then that's good. Uh, but like I said, that does not um, obviate legal investigation and prosecutions where the law has been broken. So I think that's my that's my like initial and- reaction point on that. And, and like you said, we can talk about uh, paying players more in a later podcast.
1: Well and I, I think it also goes to show like we're saying this this problem is a lot more widespread than any of us who just enjoy collegiate athletics want to admit. But with thirty programs, the NCAA cannot sanction all thirty of yeah. these programs, except maybe taking a couple of scholarships. So I think as As cold as this sounds, I think every program has to be very, very thankful, regardless of what they think of Sean Miller, who was known as a pretty good dude, I thought. Um, I think Arizona is going to take this one on the chin with Louisville for the rest of the NCAA. I think a couple scholarships here and there, but yeah, yeah, I'm going to be surprised if he makes it to the month of March. Right now, I know March in theory starts in what five days, uh, but I, if you're Arizona, I mean, granted they have to get the wire tapes. We know that these reports get dramatized a little when they get released. I mean, ESPN posted this at ten o'clock on a Friday night, which was a little suspect as well. Um, but I, I, I think unfortunately, Sean Miller's days are are done in Arizona. Uh, Louisville vacating that 2013 title and then got blown out playing Duke on Wednesday night. I, I, I think those two two programs are going to take it for everyone
0: yeah I think you're absolutely right Uh, but we will continue to monitor and talk about this on third string for our listeners Pete you have anything to add before we end this emergency podcast
1: no no that's it thanks for uh, thanks for jumping on and chatting with yeah
0: definitely you have a good rest of your weekend and to our listeners uh, have a great weekend and week ahead and we'll be back on third string soon we're going to be doing National League East and American League East previews so get excited for those Uh, baseballs right around the corner and that's a good thing for us so Pete have a good day and listeners will talk to you soon.